And we're live. Welcome back to On the King's Dime. Uh, it is what what night is it? I don't even know what night it is. Monday night, the twenty first of February. Finally back after a month. Andy just had to quickly step out of the chair right, right as the music was about to end, so I had to just end the stream. Uh, we're back to talk. What's well, been a pretty pretty good month. Not not the not the worst month for the Kings. We certainly were a bit down in the dumps. Uh, when, but just before my machine died and it was, a, it was a rough two and a half weeks working without a machine. That was just brutal. But the good thing was for some bizarre reason, I got a free repair. So I was like, sweet. Just as long as nobody tells Apple, um, free repair and n no worries. The two, two and a half weeks that I waited for a computer was worth it. Um, we're back here live at the moment. The sound, I'm not sure how good the sound's going to be. I'm hoping it's coming through. I had to rebuild, for a computer. rebuild pretty much everything, trying to remember how I had it set up before. It was like two years of working on that and then, uh, you know, try, trying to rebuild it into some of the working order as soon as we could possibly become live because that was a great win on uh, Monday, uh, Saturday night, Sunday night, one of the nights. It was a great win against Perth. Two two wins this season against Perth. That's um, pretty good going. So we'll talk about those. We'll talk about some other things that are happening. Uh, but as always, yeah, like and subscribe. We are back now. We're live on Facebook at the moment. Uh, I think we i don't know something's going it's going on with the audio but that's all right we'll see when andy comes back uh we're live at the moment on facebook uh we'll put these up on youtube in replay you can watch these in replay on facebook as well uh and then if you want to listen to audio format you can find us on apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, and spotify as well because it goes out on the anchor platform i finally uh updated the little uh google podcast little thing that's scrolling across the bottom there that, that was good. one of the good things that came came out of having to rebuild an entire system an entire workflow of what you've been doing working on for the last two and a half years uh and we're also on twitter so yeah make sure you check us out anywhere you can find us um, you're still not back in the chair yet, so I'll plow ahead solo. It's been it's been a long time. I think the last game that we reviewed was the Bullets in round about round eight. The rounds have been a bit like yeah, are there rounds? Rounds, sure thing. And we we haven't played the Taipans yet, all the thirty sixes, and suddenly we're gonna play the thirty sixes this week. So it's been a pretty just crazy all over the place season with COVID affected Sydney. Um we've had some state ma uh, state mandates for border closures and stuff like that. New Zealand's been over here for a long time. Perth's been, I think, over in the east for a long time. Uh, maybe it's starting to wear a little bit that they're, uh, you know, having to play away from home for a long time, haven't been able to go back to Fortress Perth and, you know, rack up some easy wins. Uh, the Taipans have been struggling. The Breakers have been struggling. It's been a tough, tough tipping comp. That's heating up as well. I'll throw out the ladder again tomorrow for the, the latest update. We'll talk about that at the end of the episode. But it's been... A decent stretch, I think. Um, I don't know if anyone's been watching those those Kings, that little Kings documentary they've started doing. I only just caught a little bit of a clip of one uh, before we went live. A lot of expletives from uh, Coach Coach Bud. Why did I want to call him Coach Bud? Because he's got something to do with the Bucks. Um, Coach Buford, rather. And he was sort of saying, sitting there sort of saying like, you know, this hurts. It's, you know, people think we're soft. We're giving away games at the end of the end of the game. And we kind of were, and we were kind of talking about it. And really, this team was playing for two and a half quarters, and then it was easy to run down, easy to overrun, really struggling at the end of the game. And I think there was a legitimate sort of hurdle to overcome there because 
a it's a new system new group of players trying to work out you know ways to integrate uh Jalen Adams I don't think his injury at the start of the season really helped kind of reintegrate him but as you've seen he's kind of fired up in the last you know week and a half two weeks a little stretch and I I presume as he keeps making shots that he's only going to get better and I think you know we've, we've got a good little player in there because if he can continue to play at the level he's been playing defensively eh, not not fantastic not a you know high class NBL level fantastic but offensively making those shots and making those floaters most importantly that's i think one of the most important aspects if we is we've got someone who now off a broken play one when it's five out nothing's happening he can kind of step in and make those floaters he's making some pretty outrageous ones uh kind of prompts me to sort of think you know while they're going down it's great but they're not going to go down one day and it's going to be a bit of a struggle um welcome back andy he's back i've just been plowing ahead uh, talking a little bit about where the Kings are at. Just give us a test, 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 mic test. Test one, test two, test three, test. Yeah, welcome back. Good to be back. Been a while. Been yeah. a moment. It's a late one. <laughs> trying to get through the setup issues. Uh, hopefully out there everyone's uh, tuning in and listening. Uh, but yeah, I was just sort of saying we were a bit down in the dumps the last last episode we did. A little bit like, man, what's going on with his team? It's a bit rough. And then I sort of saw that documentary where he was talking about, you know, we've got to stop being soft. You know, we've got to, we know we're good. We've got to play like we're good, et cetera, et cetera. And I think we've really turned it around over the last few weeks. One thing I wanted to ask is, do you reckon this fast system has kind of prepared us to get a little bit better? So I also think it's the, the team that we've moved into the last eight games with and the fact that we're really not pay- playing a traditional five at all. So it's really a small ball lineup on the floor all the time and Cook's playing this hybrid 4-5. And the fact that most of the fives in this league at the moment are pretty shit. Yeah. To be completely honest with you, uh, that's really, you know, Yannick Wetzel's kind of the best one and he can get, you know, Cook's can, can take care of him pretty easily. So we're lucky in that respect. Um, but I think it's, that... It's kind of gone out, really, of the out of control bigs, right? Um, you know, G... Who's the guy from <laughs> Brisbane? There's another one for like Big Lou. Lou from Big Brisbane. Lou. Like these out of control, huge bigs are now starting to kind of come into their own. But yet again, you know, um, guys like Froling are having a decent season. Guys that are, you know, 6'10", 6'11", strong dudes are playing these center power forward roles that are kind of changing the dynamic of the league a little bit. Yeah, I think, you know... Um it, it has been, and I suppose as Sydney as well, is that we kind of live and die by the three-point percentage. Realistically, if we're on, we're on. If we're not, you know, I think that they've been very good at opening and creating shots. And we've seen a lot less of Sean Bruce, with this, which has also been a really big positive. And I'm not saying that to hate on him, but, you know, it is it has been a big it, – it's good. I mean, I think he's gone back into the level he never needed to play, which is slight grub. Good facilitator and, and, you know, instigator of annoyingness as opposed to our primary ball handle and scoring option, which at one stage last year was kind of the only option. So, um, yeah, and, and get, you know, getting I him said, away from that. We're still only one injury away from that being a reality again. I think so. I think, you know, with Bilali Bowles, it gives us a little bit more depth in that position. But, I mean, you've got, you've got to realize Jalen Adams hasn't played for 18 months. Like, you know, he went from that season pre-COVID with the Wisconsin Herd to, you know, a couple of games with Atlanta to the Kings. 
we knew I, I knew he was good I knew he was good but he just hadn't had match fitness he wasn't match fit and I think the utilization of him he's such a three-dimensional player it's you know you look at the point guards we'd have over the years and you know one dimensional one and a half dimensional maybe Casper was kind of two dimensional could get to the rack and you know shoot threes in his heyday but was you know on the downward decline whereas Jalen Adams just is amazing all around the basket you know any any instances of scoring and plays defense pretty well for a kind of six one two guard so we're lucky in that respect we're lucky in the fact that Xavier Cooks is you know MVP caliber this year we're lucky that Jarrell Martin has you know everything's kind of fallen into place um which has you know been really nice to see I mean Nothing more satisfying than pissing off Perth, especially when the refs are completely on their side. <laughs> yeah. Just, just FYI, that's yeah. So, yeah, I mean, we, we're going from a guy you know, has some big highlights to talk about, some big games that we've we've gone through. But you know, uh, we were both kind of looking at each other early in the season, going, "Is this team? You know, is this team?" And yeah, I think this team is, you know, gaining momentum towards you know a top two team, and we can see it. They're going to have their off nights. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, mm. Everyone has their off nights. Um, they're going to have their off nights. But I think the last three games, you've found their willingness to try other ways to score. It hasn't just been, let's lob up three balls into you know into three cities. There's been other, other ways to score. And um, it's fun to watch. Good. Yeah, I think you touched on a few good points there in the fact that I was sort of saying before you came on, Adam's defense hasn't been like, NBL all-star caliber. Like you haven't been sitting there going, wow, what a defensive powerhouse. And I, I think Wani's been in a little bit of that realm where you kind of go, wow, getting a bit of a plus on defense here. This is this is good. So that's a little bit more of a dynamic. You got Sean Bruce who doesn't have to be that guy. Like he, he's a decent defender. He's a good defender. I wouldn't say he's, you know, a minus on defense, but I think Wani has been better in a sense that you can throw him at guys and you don't have to just throw Bruce at guys. You can kind of go, yeah, you know, do a little bit more of the, you know, running offense and playing defense as opposed to last year. It was like Sean Bruce, you just had to throw him at all these situations. Um, And then Jalen Adams, he's making these shots, right? That are just shots where you're just like, ooh, that's like, whoa, it went down. Like 13 foot running off a one foot in traffic floater sure 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 okay and then he'll make two or three of those and you kind of you, you know then they're, they're not great shots you kind of see there going oh okay yep sure but momentum killers for the the opposition and i think we haven't really had that man like we've tried to have guys create shots around the basket you know the, the newly types finishing um kick it around the rim but we haven't really had adams dives cook's dives and then suddenly, like, where do the op- defense, where the defense go? Where's the opposition go? It's like, well, Adams is going to hit a, you know, foul line floater, or he can just play him out, give it to Cooks, who can go up off of two feet. You know, he's got a nice little drop step game, and the the mix of offense is really important because at the start of the season, where we were just looking at it, going, it's fast, but where's it going? And I, I think now we're starting to see, oh, like playing fast actually kind of helped this team because now in these situations where they need to get in the break, they need to speed it up. Those parts are working. Like it's not like the shots are going down. And you, like you said, there's going to be periods I still feel like 
you know, it's great when the shots are going down, but when they're not going down, it's going to be like really bad and we're going to lose games because it's like the shots didn't go down, boys. But at least kind of there's some momentum and this this pace, this system is actually starting to augment what we're trying to do on the basketball court. And yeah, Cooks is just at a level now where it's like probably... He's a three-point three shot away, a consistent three-point shot away from NBA level. He's kind of like where Landau was at. Yeah, Landau maybe yeah, not yeah. as a defensive, but he's... he's Defensively, he's an absolute behemoth and he can defend one-on-one across a number of positions, which is important for the NBA. And he has amazing footwork around the rim. Around the rim. Too, man. Like, just, it's like Jason Tate level of just, you know, I'm going to pick this up, do some crazy spin move and lay it in. And Loves yeah, to get he's just it too, he's, right? Keeps trying, never never gives in, never backs down. And that's that's huge, been hugely important. And yeah, it is Tate-like. Yeah. He's not doesn't have the same... You know, same around the ring cleanup chub game as Tate, but at the same time, like he's just relentless, just keeps going and going and going, and you can just throw him at all yeah. these situations, and it's it's been re- really good to watch over the last couple of weeks. It was there, there was you know I don't think our worry was unfounded sort of in the in the sort of first quarter of the season because there were times where you were just like oh, I don't know what this is really, um, but I think the speeds kind of helped us get to a level where if we're start, starting to make shots, then we definitely can be a threat. I don't think we have the, the fundamental level of like a Melbourne or Perth yet. Well, that's it. It's, it's, it's not a well-oiled franchise in terms of a dynastical franchise. It seems like Southeast Melbourne's like, they're probably the only ones you look at from like a newer team perspective. That's a well-oiled franchise. You know what you're getting. Sometimes it's not, you know, the best, but you know what you're getting year in, year out. You're getting consistency of plays. They come in, they come out, and there's a little core of plays that Sydney I've never found in the, you know, four four seasons or five seasons we've been doing this. It's never felt like from year to year there's a well-oiled dynasty, there's a well-oiled core that, you know, kind of to to build around. It's always just like, well, we don't know what we're getting this year. We don't know. With Perth, you know exactly what you're getting every year. With Melbourne, you know exactly what you're getting every year. And I think with Southeast Melbourne as well, they're kind of coming. You exactly what you're getting every year. Hmm. But for Sydney being a top five team year in, year out, year out you know, obviously missing the players last year, but being genuinely a, a top four team, you kind of don't know what you're getting year in, year out. It's hmm. been consistent, it's consistently an issue, you know, different coaching schemes. For a powerhouse club, would you say Sydney is a powerhouse club in this league? Like you'd think it would be a top league. And that's that's really where it's kind of been disappointing. But I see, I see momentum building. Um, but I also see some NBA doors knocking as well, or some you know European basketball powerhouse doors knocking. I mean, Jalen Adams putting up consistently thirty points. Yeah, there's no reason why it's you know Detroit's not knocking for their it's, second it's point guard. Right. It's like that was a great season, and Jalen Adams goes to the NBA. Cool. Let's just totally rebuild this again. Nice. Like, but that is, I guess, the risky take with the NBA. We're a you know a top top five league in the world i wouldn't say you know comfortably where we should be retaining i'd say top players. three yeah i'd say top, top three being playing it safe but i i don't think yeah. we're in a position really where these players are great and we can kind of keep them for long periods like we're we're all at the end of that season where jay sean tate we were just like yes please go to the nba like you are clearly good enough to play in the nba um Whereas Jalen Adams, I don't know if I'm at that level. Like I'm still be like, don't go. Like just, just stay here yeah. for a couple of seasons. I don't know, man. man. Just, just, just think that Corey Joseph is Detroit's backup point guard. So yeah, that's, we'll just let that sink in for a bit. Yeah, there's some some rough plays in the NBA. 
But I think, yeah, Adams, if he can continue to this level, it's, you know, that, that duel against Cotton was just fantastic to watch. He didn't back down. He got some really good support too, which has kind of been over the last couple of seasons where there was no, like whenever Perth came around, there was just no fight, no no gumption. You would never just go, oh, no, Bryce Cotton's hotting up. Or you you would just go, Bryce Cotton's hotting up. Damn, like it's a, that's over, I guess. But this this game, like he just stepped up to the plate, and it was not only him but Jarrell. It was just a whole team effort, and it was phenomenal. Such a good win. That was an amazing win. That was probably the best game of basketball I've seen in the in the in, in the time of on the King's dime. Other than the, the David Ware fluky three point shot, only thing doing this this was the most exhilarating game of basketball I I've seen. Yeah. Um, yeah, He's I mean that Brisbane game. Day, poor old David, where he still gets a mention, he just still gets a trot out on the uh, on the Kings. Well, at least he gets a mention, mate. RJ 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 Hunter won't ever get oh, a mention. That poor dude, man. That just rough. I feel Tic-tac like knees, mate. I feel sorry for him still, but um, it's 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 a double edged sword, right? Because it opens the door for another import. We'll talk about Ian Clark soon, because um, he'll be important as well. Uh, but also like Bales. Hey, I can't. It's a hear. great. Sorry, sorry. This is my thing. It is a great pickup. Yeah, it's Being a good pickup. Just quietly is a fantastic. And he he was okay. Let's let's talk. Let's go into it. He he was absolutely Absolute. blowing after like about two runs, two trips down the court. You could see he was just like, eh, eh. I'm trying my hardest, boys. He hit that three, and it was like you could feel the him kind of like the mat, like look at himself and go, the magic, like the magic's there. Like, cool. And that kind of spurred him on. So, But I still look at, like, you just watched him and you could tell he was absolutely blowing, really sucking in the big ones. To get yeah. 90 minutes yeah. in his first first game was massive and a huge contribution. Some just disgusting fouls where you're like, Ian, like, let, let's not do that. Let's just not. And then there's a little step out of bounds at the end. was just like, Ian, come on, let, let's not blow this. That was a slip. I, I, I feel sorry. That, that, he, he, looked, he, he stepped right inside the line. His foot just went. Yeah, whoosh. That's a bad court, bad um, court management. Hey, look, it could be better than it's much better than Ray Pup. Ray, <laughs> Gazy, I'm out. I'm, I'm Ray, out. Seven I've minutes. Come out. <laughs> I've done two trips. I've had two two cracks at the rim. I'm out. Can you bring me out? Um, but it's it's hugely important, right? Because it kind of opens the door for Bales a little bit, and we we want to see more Bawali Bales. He's had an injury issue. Um, it kind of also opens the door for Wani to play a little bit more. Wani's just struggling offensively at the moment, and that's that's kind of reverted to type, and he's gone back to playing the defense and being that defensive impact player. And that that's important, right? Because if you, you're struggling to score the ball, relying on your defense is another way to you know get more minutes. And you know if he finds his offense again, that's, that's even better, right? But we can rely on his defense. Um, and the other thing is DJ looks like he's somewhat back. He's still a little bit stuttery and we can kind of, you know, we can kind of say, yes, all right, you're coming back from a pretty serious injury. Um, but there's signs, man. There's signs where, some okay, next season, three man, point shooting. Yeah. There's next season, creating shots shooting. in this team where we've kind of got a little bit more cohesion, a little bit more, you know, maybe one or two more players in there where that kind of fit the structure a little bit better. I think he's going to have a breakout season next season if he can kind of keep his legs under him. And then Glover, like Jarrell Martin, what's uh, sometimes with Jarrell, I'm like, man, just 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 get down low. And then sometimes he's, I'm like, no, 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 come back, come up, come up, come. No, 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 just get down low. Like you know what you know what I mean. It's like it's a it's a bit passive. I would say he's a passive player. He's not really like 
give me the effing ball and I'm going to get take this to the rim. This season, he's really been like that stretch kind of four or five guy that it's like, I'm open, I'm going to shoot, and I'm shooting at 40%, and it's down. You know what I mean? Like, he's hit some big buckets in some big games. He had a huge one against to Perth like, at the end, too. Well, you know, in that second quarter in, in the Perth game, it was kind of like we, we really stagnated for a bit. All right, get the ball to drill, and you can see what they're doing. And he's still got it. Like, he's still got it around the rim. He's still got it. You know, in and he's in the one-two drop step, and and you know he's put back players second to none. Like he's a fantastic scoring option, um, and you can see it's always there. And I think that's I can see what Chase Buford's doing now. Give him a bit of credit there. Is that when the offense is stagnant, it's just like give it to Jarrell, give it to Jarrell because he's that guy, and mm-hmm. it gets the offense going again. It gets it, then it gets breakdowns, it gets double teams, and it gets guys open like like. Adams like DJ like Glover, you know, and then the offense starts flowing again. So I, I can see what he does. Like you know, Buford has made a lot of corrections in the last eight games, and you can see where he's driving this team. And I didn't think he had that. I really didn't, but he, he does. Yeah, um, he's done. You know, he's so. done well, right? And the the thing about Jarrell is, you, you you watch him play, and you just go right, all right. You just you just put him at the block get him a feed and then let him go to work. And then you go, this team's trying to play five out and really fast. So how do you do that? Right. And I I think like eventually like we're going to get like the connection where, Oh, now this team knows how to get it to drill in the post and then play quick transition and run five out and actually shoot the ball well. And then Jalen Adams is going to dive and get floaters and then he's going to dump it off to cooks and cooks is going to get, you know, handoffs around the rim and score the ball around the rim as well. And I think, you're right, man. It's building. I think it's building to something. Hopefully, by the end of this season, I don't know. I think we might have just kind of left it a little bit late to see some real like like a payoff this season. I think we're going to see the same kind of growth on the serious uh, growth, but maybe not quite a payoff. But if the, yeah, man, if it pays off, like yeah, that's great, fantastic. Well, we're knocking. We're, we're knocking on doors. We're beating the right teams. It's not always great. Sometimes close, but we're we're getting the wins, and if we continue to get the wins, we're going to get up there with with Melbourne and Perth. We've beaten Perth twice now. That's always the good thing. If you beat Perth regularly in the regular season, you've got you've got you know some postseason hopes going there. And I like this team. I like the pieces that are in. I don't think any pieces need to come back. But if we've got depth, if, if people go down, that's great. Um, and we've just got to keep getting through games. Um, how many games in the regular season this year? Thirty-six. Who knows, man? It's, it's, I, it's nah, it can't be thirty-six because what are we currently seeing at? Hold on, I'm just getting the fixtures. Sixteen, oh, sixteen games played. The computer's a mess here at the moment. Hold on, uh, ladder. We played sixteen. That is the most. Does it feel like we have played the most? It kind of does, I guess. We haven't played the types. Yeah, the thirty-sixes yet. I'd like it. Like to see a run of just four games against the types where we just go four and zero and just absolutely wipe the floor with them. That'd be hugely important right now. Um, nine and seven, but then to look up, you know, Melbourne played fifteen and they're eleven and four, and then Southeast Melbourne are nine and five. Like it's kind of that little that third, fourth, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth spot is just filled with five hundred ish teams. It's a bit of a logjam. At the end of the day, right. Really, the only legitimate teams that you're looking at are Perth, United, and maybe the Hawks, us, and the Phoenix are all kind of knocking at the door. Mm. But really, I don't see the Jack Jumpers doing that much or the 36ers. 
and then the bullets are struggling the breakers and the taipans are pretty much there's no hope for them um but yeah i don't know how many games we're playing this season it's just been a total mess the uh fixture list like we haven't even played the, the hawks or the Titans. you think you think at minimum of 27 games right each team three times that's the Kind of true. Yeah. What so we, of when does the season usually finish? Well, it usually what, what we went. It usually starts in September. We started what in December. Yeah. So it, this thing's going to run till June. By the yeah, time you have yeah, yeah, for sure, finals for sure. and things like this, thing's going to run till June. So I think we've got another you know ten weeks of solid games. That's another you know fifteen games. You're looking at probably 31, 32 games for the season. I think it's going to be important for us after that pretty poor start. You know, if we can kind of get some oh. open space, get up to around, you know, 65% win percentage, really up there and cement yeah. that fourth place spot. Because I think last season, we really should have made the finals. Like, we kind of just shot ourselves in the foot, capitulated, fell over, and then it was like, oh, okay, we almost made it, you know. And yeah, there's reasons behind that injuries, et cetera, et cetera, right? But a team of this caliber with no injuries, I feel like if they're in that same position this year, they handsomely walk into that final spot and just go, you know, shove everyone aside. No, we're taking that that final spot, right. which I think at the moment, the way we're playing, we kind of deserve. Like, And to do that, I think we're going to have to put this start to the season that was a bit, bit rocky behind us. I think we were like three and seven at one point or three and, three and five at one point or something like that. And now we've gone on, on like a decent run or three and four or something, something pretty, pretty poor. Eight, seven out of the last eight. I think the last time we lost was the Jack Jumpers. Yeah. And I think, yeah, the longer the season goes on, we're going to extend that, um, extend that, that ability and the range to um, get that season back on track. Um, just looking through the on the King's Dime MVP, I've I've put in all my picks, I've updated all of that, and then I guess you and I can just work on that offline, and then we'll give an update on the next episode yep. of yep. where that kind of thing is. Uh, do we have any more? What What about? I wanted to talk about that um, Perth game, the original Perth, the first Perth game where Matt Hodgson just chugged a dude in the face twice, and we're all yeah, just got like, one game. But but the Kings, the Kings went ran in. Everyone it was like. Okay, the the Kings defended their guy. Okay, you want to give some bands to Cooks and stuff like that? I, I couldn't believe that this dude like chugs a dude in the face twice, and you know security isn't running in and ushering this guy off the court. Like get it, yeah. get in the back room ASAP. Predominantly young audience, and we're all just standing around, just being like, no, 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 no. Let, let, let's just make sure that this guy actually hit a guy in the face twice. Like let's just make sure everyone. I just couldn't believe they went to the monitor. It was just. Like what? And then the wash up of that was just like, ah, oh, he gets one game suspended, two, like three games suspended sentence, whatever it was. It was just like, that's a joke, man. Like, how? Why are we? At, why have we got dudes out here hitting other guys in the face twice, I think like over I think a ref? And we're yeah. all just like, nah, whatever, nah, nah, let it under the rug. That's all good. Like you come back, Hodgson. Yeah. I mean, admittedly, Hodgson hasn't been great for them, but and they're they're probably a better team without him. But I was just, you know, the 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 moment's over now because we won two two good games against Perth. But I, at that time, man, I was just like, what an embarrassment for the league, man. Like, he's uh, he's a bit of a sausage, the old Hodgson. I wonder what DJ said to him. Does, I mean, look, does, does, it, does, does that does, matter does, though? Really, does that matter? Yeah, I think I think the first push in the face is like you know a bit of a get out of it. I think that could have been you know. An injection, no game suspension. But the fact he went in for a second, 
you know, you know, you're going to get retaliation from other players uh, if you continue down the anger. It's funny you didn't actually see a lot of perf guys coming up and get into it. It was, mm-hmm. I think there might be some division in that. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're just like, yeah, suspend that guy, please. Ten games, yeah, ten please. games. Yeah, sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Scotty Morrison's probably like, yes, please. Throw the book at him. Throw the book at him. But um, I yeah, just why like rivalry side, wider league ramifications. I looked at that and just went like, are we are we really letting the product kind of do this? Perth is like, a protected really? species. Perth, Perth is a protected species in this league. You've seen was, it for what ten years now. Like that yeah. that was a poor showing and like over the top of a ref trying to trying to hold dudes back and then the whole outcome of that being like let's try and throw mud at the kings. It was like what are you do? like. What are you talking about if that was me like i would have been swinging at him like and be like whatever but like suspend me too like i'm defending my guy who just got like hit in the face twice you, you know what i mean uh-huh. like there's there's no reason why you have to be sort of making that about oh well you know the king's retaliated it's just like what are you on about um but yeah i thought that was we didn't get a chance to kind of react to that live i'd like i'd like to go back and really really explore that because the other part like you said to me, I'm like, does it matter what DJ said? I don't, I don't care what he said. Like, does it matter what Matarazzi right. said to Zidane when he headbutted him? No, he got a red card and, you know, cost France <laughs> the World Cup final. Like, the actions speak louder than the words that are happening on the court. And I think to see a guy strike a dude in the face twice in front of, like, you know, let's admit it, we've got a predominantly young audience watching this league. I thought that was just very, very poor. And the the whole reaction yeah, it's, to it was it, very poor. It's not a it's not a great look. Let's be real. It's not a great look. You know, I think going back to the second one was probably the you know the straw that broke the camel's back in mm. the sense that yeah, it, it, it's it's really not a good look. You know, once is a, you know a silly brain explosion, twice is you know aggression, and that's where it kind of went into it. I think. But he's, he's just an epic sausage, though. Yeah, it's a bit of a sausage. There was a lot of like, oh, no, no, that's very unlike Hodgson. And I'm like, I've seen a few incidents yeah. over the last few yeah. years where he's been a bit of a sausage like this, you know what I mean? But, but yeah, no, that's that's all right. That's enough enough time we need to spend. It was a shame in the moment because there, there was some good uh, good rage bait, I think. The computer, Ben. Bloody computer. Yeah, well, that's that's life. Free repair. Can't complain. I explained that. Hopefully Apple don't come after me. Um, let's, let's look at tipping for the next, next couple of round. No, we're just the next round. It should be. Um, and yeah, the tipping comp's heating up. There's a lot happening. I was sending out Excel <laughs> pictures of Excel for a while there. That was fun. Um, but yeah, the, the art's the back. Best, everything's back. What? The best one was when you got me to do the tipping and I went out what yeah. is going on? Just, what about nah, nah, I can't. I don't know what you're doing here. Like, what is going on? I was like, all right, I'll get in there. I'll fix it. Don't worry. Like, I had to like set up, set up my old PC that I built in like 2000 when I was like 16 years old, and like you know set, set that up. That was hilarious. Um, that was, but that was very funny. Also, just the the messy rounds, man. That really, it's not yeah. necessarily a, like our fault or like the tipping comp in general's fault. Like the messiness of the rounds. There was a couple of like two gaming rounds in there where, like, this is the part of this season where you're kind of looking at it, just going, it could anything could happen, like anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It really could, and it's 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 one of the reasons why it was hard to do kind of fantasy because you really just don't get a lot of consistency. Oh, yeah. 
you know, yeah, I, I should actually uh, load up the fantasy. I forgot, completely forgot about that. For for once, like I had a legitimate reason to forget about fantasy and not watch it, not not do it anymore. <laughs> yeah. All right. It's, uh, Let's it's... get into these round thirteen. The Taipans starting at home to the Bullets. Yeah. Taipans. I'm gonna go the types. The types finally are gonna win a game. The Taipans win a game. I went for the the Taipans finally winning a game against Adelaide, and they played well in that first you know fifteen minutes. I was like, okay, fair enough. And then I turned it back on, and they were down seven. I was like, you kidding me? Are you type like you got to be kidding me? Taipans killing me. Um, Hawks and, at home, yeah. But then, yeah, they haven't got the best depth in the squad. But I mean, that's just small market, small market. Yeah, Hawks at home to thirty sixes. Hawks. Yeah, I went Hawks as well. I went Bullets too, by the way, for the t- against the Taipans. Uh, bullets at home okay. to Jack Jumpers. The Jack, Jack Jumpers. Jumpers just just ruining people's lives at the moment. Coming uh-huh. in and winning these games where you're just like, you guys, what? You've been playing terrible and you come in and just chalk out this win. You've got to be kidding me. Um, yeah, I went Jack Jumpers as well. Phoenix at home to Perth. Tough one, man. Okay. Uh, I'm like, I'm on this wave of the Phoenix. Like, I think I'm a bit early, but I'm on this wave of like, I think the Phoenix are just about to start put a run, putting a run together and being legit. Yeah. I don't know, man. I just, uh, but it's Perth. I don't know. I, you know, you probably don't back Perth to lose two in a row. Um, but yeah, I'm going with Phoenix anyway. Uh, 36ers are playing the Taipan. Uh, no, 36ers are playing the Kings. Sorry. Went Kings. up the Taipans. Kings. Yeah. I also went Kings. Uh, Taipans at home to United. 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 <laughs> they absolutely demolished, demolished the Breakers that game. They were just ridiculous. That was a ridiculous game. They just demolished them. Uh, Jack Jumpers at home to Perth. Uh. That's where Perth come back for me. Yep. Uh, and then... Finishing the round, Breakers at home to the Hawks, but that Breakers game's probably in Australia, so it's not necessarily at home. Yeah, I will go Hawks. My State Bank Arena. Where is that? Is that in New Zealand? That's in Melbourne. No, no it's Melbourne. It is. You're right. Um, you going Hawks? Yeah, I'm going to go Hawks. I am also going to go Hawks, which... Leads me to my notes page. We've talked pretty much everything that I had here on my notes page. And I think it's good to be back, man. And it's, it's, it's interesting at a nice time. I think it was a little bit, it was getting a a bit like, I don't know about this team. And now it's like, we're back. We're back. Cool. I like that. So, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward. We'll keep, keep tweaking the setup. I don't, I don't know how. I don't think the audio is going to sound that great because it's mainly running through one program. I'll, I'll, I'll get in. I'll make sure I do a complete fix and a complete rework of this. Um, we'll see if we can get you a better camera. Show off those curly yes. locks. <laughs> Prince curly locks. Um, and as always, you can like and subscribe. We're live on Facebook right now. You can watch these back on YouTube. Oh, no, the thumbnail's gone. I have to redo the thumbnail. Um, yeah, watch us back on YouTube. You can rewatch these on Facebook. We're live. The audio, you can re-listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, 
Uh, and yeah, shout us, shout us out anywhere you can. Give us a share, like a review, helps get us out there. We're gonna be back now every week. Um, I kind of wanna try and do a bit more content, but every time I say that, it's like, no, you're just not gonna do that. Something goes wrong, so. But still, we want to. I want to try and get out there and do a little bit more content. So you know, keep your eyes peeled for me saying that, and then nothing happening. So, uh, and as always, we will see you guys next time. Okay. Uh -huh.